tough one. Number four, don't praise a nigga too much. Otherwise, he's going to think you're soft. And number five, don't show no love. Love will get you killed. Coming to another episode of the broadcast podcast. I am Jamariah and I'm in a much better mood today. I'm high, I'm home, and I'm blessed, really. I just want to see what y'all niggas was up to. Mm. Go ahead and put the blood out. So guys, um, I know that I haven't been super consistent with recording. Um, Slate been running away from my depression lately, so I am feeling a little bit better. So I'm trying to get back into the swing of things. Um, but yeah, I was sitting in my car thinking about how great this after work blunt was going to be, and I got inspired for a blog post. Well, not a blog post, but a podcast episode. So that's why I'm here. Um, and basically, if you can't tell what the tone of the show is going to be based on the intro music, I don't know what to tell you, but I'm here because y'all, I'm just really tired. I'm really tired. Like came home to a note on my door. I'm going to be real transparent with y'all right now. August and September fucked me up. I have not been able to re-up on my hashtag glow I haven't had a good month with hashtag glow um I haven't had a good sales month like it's been trash and it's been the months that I needed the most money like I needed my bread to do everything and I'm slipping excuse me so I was kind of in a bit of a mood about that and it's like damn my money is really fucked up like I'm really, like, trying to figure some shit out. Um, And I thought about the niggas that I'm talking to. Like, I would say fucking, but I'm not fucking all of them. So that's probably why some of them get passes. But I feel like if a man can open his mouth to ask me for anything, I should be able to ask him for everything. And here's where I'm going with that. So before... I was one of those girls that was way too independent for my own good. I probably fumbled the bag a few fucking times. Like, I probably definitely blocked my blessings by being stubborn and just way too independent. And on some, I have too much pride to ask a man for anything because he's going to hold it over my head. At this point, sweetie, I don't care if you text me every day that I'm a broke bum bitch and I wouldn't be shit if it weren't for you. Pay my bills. Like, (laughs) just pay all of them. Pay all of my bills. And I don't really care what happens after that. Like, (laughs) I wanted the bragging rights, I guess, of saying I do everything by myself. I'm self-made, independent women, do everything. There's there's nothing cute about it. There's nothing cute about being 
there's nothing cute about struggling when there's niggas out here that can pay your bills. Like, yes, I've gone the whole route of bus mass at work. I've gone the whole route of getting second jobs. I've gone the whole route of starting whole ass businesses. You name it, I've probably thought about doing it or have done it. At this point, I'm giving in to the millennial girls. I'm giving in to the city girls. I'm giving in to the bitches who know better. As long as I have pussy, I shouldn't have to pay for anything. And honestly, that's the way life was a long time ago. Um, These fucking deadly do-right bitches changed all that. Wanted all these equal rights and wanted to be so damn independent. That's all fine and dandy, but I don't want that. I don't want that. Uh, I have no problem going back to whatever year it was where the men took care of everything and the women got to sit up in the hair salon and just take care of kids and be home at night. I have no problem with that. Like, I like being in the house anyways, and I'm in the house now because I'm broke. So <laughs> if I could be in the house because my bills are paid and my man wants me in the house, sure. I'll trade any day. But what brought me to this was I saw a tweet today that I felt was just not a good representation of how I feel as a woman. So I wanted to put it out there that this girl does not speak for me. Um, She probably doesn't speak for a lot of us now because we know better and these bills are not stopping. Um, So she tweeted, and I'm going to leave her name out of it because it doesn't even matter. But she tweeted, a man being able to provide for me financially is last on my list when it comes to a relationship. If the emotional intelligence is lacking, no amount of money will fix that. Ma'am, girl, sis, stop. What are you doing? Why are you telling them this? This is not true. Listen, fellas, I do not agree with Shorty at all. Being able to provide for me financially is first and foremost, as the blacks love to say, that is first and foremost on my list, okay? Shorty stripping, emotional intelligence, and men, we know that that never happens with y'all, so it doesn't even matter. Like, emotional intelligence doesn't come. Like, these are the women waiting 20 years for a ring because they're waiting on their man to grow up and mature. It's not going to happen, sis. You might as well get these bills paid and let him be a dumbass for the rest of his life. Like, y'all are just naturally and chemically stupid, so we should just let you be that. Like... I think that women try too hard to go against the natural order of things. This is how it's supposed to be. So emotional intelligence and the uh, no amount of money in the world will fix it. No amount. Baby, I can pull up my student loans right now and tell you an exact amount, dollars and cents. I can tell you how much my rent costs, dollars and cents, before the late fee. Uh, and you can just pay that. Emotional intelligence, I can get for free from something I really don't even care about. Like, here's the thing. I want to have three boyfriends anyways. Um, So (laughs) where one is lacking in emotional maturity, I'm sure the other broken one will pick up um, because the one that doesn't have it will have money. That's just the way it goes. If I find a man that has emotional maturity, money, a big dick, not a crazy baby mother, who's not a liar, um, who still has his hairline intact or looks really, really fucking good bald and it looks like it was a choice and not by force, then we'll talk. But until I meet this unicorn of a man who only lives on Tumblr, I'm not here for it. I'm here for seeing you on the 1st and the 15th and I have no problem with saying that on the first date. 
What are you looking for in a man? Um, I'm looking for a man who is generous with his income. I didn't say rich. I'm not here to salary shame anybody. You don't have to be rich. You don't have to be wealthy. You don't even have to make six figures. You just got to be comfortable paying my bills, giving me what I need. Like, if you don't make enough where you can't pay my rent and yours, okay, fine. Pay my car note and my car insurance. That's still too much? Okay, just pay one or the other. Pay something. That's my whole point. You don't have to make 100K a year. I really don't care. You can live with your mom and make 30K a year as long as you're comfortable breaking my bread off. Like, as long as you say, babe, you can have my last. Whatever I got, you got it. I'm with that nigga. And if that nigga is lacking emotional intelligence, I don't really give a fuck. I'll go buy some with the extra money I have every month. That's where I'm at with it. Like, I was always a girl that didn't want to ask a man for help with their bills. Turned down men who said flat out, which now looking back, I was really stupid. Like, 30-year-old me is like, bitch, can you find their number? Like, unblock them, do something, somehow, some way. Um, Flat out met men who said to me, I'll take care of you. All you got to do is X, Y, Z and not trip about ABC. I'll do whatever you want. How much your bills? Oh, that's light work. And my stupid ass is like, no, you're not going to use me. I want to be your girlfriend or no, I'm not that type of girl. But I am. I am. I am. And that's just so crazy. I really am. I sat here and lied to myself for years. Like, love is great. Love is cool. I really don't care right now. Like, I'm not in a building stage. I'm in a stage of how can me and you make a meal together, my nigga? How can you invest in me to secure this bag? And how can I give you the love and support that you need to go out there and do what the fuck you got to do to get it? I get it now. And I feel like so stupid that I missed it all these years. I really had too much pride. Like, pussy makes the world go round. My dad told me that years ago. Like, baby girl, you have all the power. And it starts up there, He put, you know, in my brain. But let's be fucking real. It's there. It's pussy. Niggas will do anything for it. And they say that they won't. They're fucking lying. Like, there's businesses catered to men buying pussy. There's cold-ass careers. Like, these fucking escorts, Taz's Angels, all these type of bitches are living their fucking best lives all because of pussy. It's not their degrees. It's not their work history. It's not their parenting skills. It's not their hours logged at Bible study. It's literally because they look good and they have pussy and they understand that niggas want it and it controls their entire world. I'm with it. I really am. Like, I just feel like as women... We accept a lot of bullshit. And, you know, that whole saying that money can't buy happiness. Um, I don't know how true that is because I'm pretty fucking happy when I have money. Like, I'm a whole nother nigga on payday. I have a whole new attitude when I step into some unexpected money. Tax season? Pfft, don't even talk to me. I'm in a whole nother fucking world. 
Like, I don't know who whose idea it was to put out there that money can't buy happiness. I really think it was a hating ass bitch who had a broke nigga and decided if my nigga is going to be broke and I'm just going to pretend I'm so happy with him. But if my nigga's not going to pay my bills, y'all niggas are not going to pay yours. So let me just poison everybody and say, look, hey, guys, money is not everything. Yes, it fucking is. Like, you can't do nothing without money. You can't have anything without money. You can't go anywhere without money. Like, if money can't buy happiness, give me a million dollars and let me decide. Like, <laughs> deposit the money in my account and let me see if I'm going to cry or give a fuck about any of this bullshit that's going on right now. No, I'm not. I'm going to be happy as shit. I can tell you that right now. I can get a cash app right now for 50 bucks and I'm going to have a whole new attitude. Like, that whole money can't buy happiness is bullshit. Now, if you're a person who's just miserable as fuck inside and you're suicidal and depressed and all of that, then yeah, no amount of money is going to make you happy if you don't already have joy. But being a broke nigga, you literally will find shit to be happy about. Like, I'd be mad as fuck when I have to pay bills, but happy that I can pay them, even though my account goes back to whatever the fuck it was beforehand. You know what I mean? Like, you find shit to be happy about being broke. It's like, well, whoo, you know, they cut this off, but at least they didn't cut my Wi-Fi off. Like, it's like you pick and choose what to be what to be pissed about when you're broke. You don't have no choice. It's like, I can't be mad and broke. That's really going to drain me. So to add money to a person who's already content, like, I, I've been cool this whole time being broke. But now I'm ready to live my best fucking life. And that includes money. Anything that I deal with has got to have money. Got to want to go get money. Got to have the hunger for more money. Got to be like, on some babe, we need to take over the fucking world. Like, I don't care who you texting. How many transactions have you done today? I don't care to see your text messages. I don't want to see any of that. Show me the sales. Show me the expense reports come to me with a bag of money and say look what the fuck I just did today I don't care where you was at how long it took you to get it what you did in between that the end the end goal is us having money and being happy and like it started when I was a kid like I feel like I have a generational curse on my family because my family like a lot of um single parent black family homes we weren't taught about money and credit. So it's like, um, you know, I didn't see my grandmother with money. I didn't see her with equity. I didn't see her with property. She never owned a house. She never owned a car. Um, we never had really, really nice stuff. We never lived really, really nice. Like we lived in the suburbs, but on Section 8 in Connecticut. So it's like Section 8 in Connecticut is completely different than Section 8 in the South. Section 8 in Connecticut will get you a spot that's over in fucking Dunwoody somewhere. Section 8 in the South is like you definitely in College Park on Godby Road, which is fine. I live there too. But I'm just saying, you know, we ne- we were never really like nice, nice. Like, I don't know. Um, so I kind of grew up used to not having shit. Like I grew up used to having to get the two for 50 Reeboks, just the classics. You can only get white or black. God forbid you wanted a gum bottom. That was it. Um, Grew up, you know, 
having to get my cheerleading stuff later in the season, um, getting those East Bay magazines circling my shoes, knowing I couldn't get more than one pair at a time, even though they were white and going to get dirty and it was a stupid fucking idea. Um, I grew up, you know, getting maybe like three or four outfits when we go school shopping and then getting more stuff in October um, because my grandmother didn't have enough money to go all at once and get me everything I needed. I grew up on free lunch my whole life. Like, I don't think I ever paid for lunch until I got to high school. And once I started working, I wanted the fucking good lunch. Like, I didn't want the free lunch that they made up and the square pizzas and the rubber hamburgers. I wanted the hot wings and the Jamaican beef patties and the nachos and whatever else. So I would pay for my lunch then, but for the most part, free lunch me the whole time. So for me, it's like being able to get my daughter everything she needs when she needs it um, and giving her more than what she needs feels great to me. Like that is my thing. Like that's my goal is to just keep her, just to not have her feel how I felt like as a kid. Um, Because as a kid, I mean, you see your parents working hard and you know they're trying, but at the end of the day, you're looking at your classmates and you're just like, damn, we're poor as fuck. Like I'm tired of being broke. I want to be rich when I grow up. And it's like coming from the hood, too, because we didn't live in the suburbs my whole life. We moved to the suburbs after getting shot at. Uh, So my whole life, but my life before that was definitely in the hood. Um, In one of those brick buildings, they had like 16 floors and a broken elevator. So, yeah, like definitely come from humble beginnings and feel like I'm in a humble middle, too. So it's like I'm ready to just finally be able to like enjoy life like and I I feel like I've been grinding so hard by myself for all these years that it's time for whoever's trying to deal with me to contribute like men want so much from women right they want us to be virgins but we also got to be freaks we also got to suck dick but we can't suck too much dick because then they're going to think we're hoes And we can't want to fuck them on the first night because then we're going to be hoes. But if we make them wait 90 days, we're prudes and trying to get husbands and it's too much for them. They want us to raise their children but not have children of our own before we meet them because then we have baggage. They want us to be cool with them cheating and not call them out on their bullshit when we catch them which is a whole nother topic. Um, They want us to cook for them. They want us to be their mothers, their sisters, their aunts, their therapists, their doctors, their personal trainers, their accountants, their maids. And I'm, uh, it's exhausting. It's a full-time job, my nigga. Like it's a full-time job. I'm such a great woman. You love me so much. Pay me for it. Simple. No one does anything that they're good at for free. No one does anything they like doing for free like that. Like, okay, I like cooking, cleaning, and sucking dick, actually. So you're lucky that I like those things. However, since you think I'm so goddamn good at it, put me on the payroll. Let's come up with a salary for it. Like, I have no problem with that. I have no problem dating the nigga that says, you know what, babe? I'm going to give you allowance. Awesome. How much are we talking? Weekly, daily, bi-weekly, monthly. You know what? How much are all your bills? Okay, we're going to throw out a number, 3500 That's how much I'm going to give you a month. 
for being a good girl. Great. Great. Sign me up. You can even pat me on the fucking head and say good girl when you give me the check or you send me the direct deposit link. You can even text me a wink and emoji and say thanks for a good job. You can get me a little shitty card that says we appreciate the work that you do. Keep it up. I don't care how much of a mockery you make out of it, my nigga. The point is you can definitely do that. Like, I'm, I'm with it. I'm, and I don't know why not. So, first half of the show is out the way. I want you niggas to know that it is okay to give us money. It's not prostitution. I don't really want to hear that. Like, I don't care. At some point, some way... In some form or fashion, somebody's getting fucked over in the relationship. And if you guys are going to cheat and do all this crazy shit y'all do and respond to one part of the text message or respond to a paragraph with K, we deserve to be compensated for it. And I'm, that's just where I'm at with it. The second part that I want to go over, I know you guys have been seeing my post about wanting three niggas wanting a husband and a boyfriend, and let me just clear the air, okay? I'm going to just clear up whatever y'all think, because it's probably wrong. I do. I want three boyfriends. I want a husband and a boyfriend. So (laughs) now that we're clear, I genuinely feel that way. When I saw She's Gotta Have It on Netflix, I was pissed off for two reasons. One, the writing was trash. They were supposed to be back in the day, but there was millennial references and corny one-liners, and it just could have been better. It wasn't polished and sold up. It was trash. The nigga Greer was weird. Um, Little Puerto Rican shorty was cute. And the married nigga Jamie was fine as hell, but he was trash. Whatever. The whole shit was horrible. Nola had the right mind, though. Nola had three very different niggas who catered to her very different needs. And think about it. Like with women, our main thing is wanting a man to be everything. I want him to be tall, handsome, smart, funny, has money. Well, wants to spend it on me, like I said. Um, God-fearing, hard worker, trustworthy, respectful, a great father, a, a fucking scholar and an athlete and whatever else. Listen, ladies, listen, Linda. As y'all already know from just dating and just from listening to these motherfuckers talk for real, it's not going to happen. You're not going to get 100% in everything. Like, I don't care what your relationship goals tell you, it's not real. They're going to lack somewhere because they're human. We're human. Like, none of us are going to be all, every single thing for one person. Because if we were, guess what? We would still find a problem with it. Because it's like, mm, you're too perfect. What the fuck's wrong with you for real? We would question it because that's just human nature. So think about if you had three people that you could love and could love you and they catered to those different needs. You got one guy that's funny that supports your career. That was a little Puerto Rican joint. I forgot his name. One guy that's, um, oh, Mars. So Mars. Mars is funny. Mars supported Nola's career. Mars was a ride-or-die type of nigga. He didn't take no disrespect on his girl Nola. He didn't take no shit. 
He was freaky. He was cute. He was charming. Boom, that's one nigga. Jamie was serious. Jamie had money. Jamie had his shit together. He wore suits and shit. He was very articulate, very intelligent, could hold a conversation, could command a room. He was married. Okay. But his dick was huge. And then Greer, Greer was full of himself. But that arrogance that he had was sexy because it's like he just knew he was the shit and the girl he was with was going to feel like she was the shit. He was artsy. He was creative. He was confident. He was just an overall just smooth ass nigga. Like he said the right shit and he was a freak too. That's three niggas in one that know about each other, know that Nola's with them all. And they're cool with playing their position. Now, Jamie didn't have no choice because he was married. Greer probably, Greer and Mars really wanted her to themselves. Like, I think Mars didn't really, he wasn't really with it. Um, and for good reason. I mean, no one in their right mind is going to be with it for a long time. But what if they were? Like, what if we could really have solid polyamory? Like, the stress would be down. There's no worry about getting caught cheating because it's like, bitch, it's not your day. Today's not Wednesday. I'm with Sheila today. Like, you can literally tell your girl, I'm going home to my other girl. Or, where you been all day? Oh, I was with Ashley. Oh, okay, how's she doing? Like, you know how much stress that would eliminate if I could say to a nigga, I'm with so-and-so right now, call me later, and they'd be okay with it? Or if I had three different dudes with three different dick sizes, three different sexual appetites, just ravishing me at any time. Like, do you know how much amazing and stress-free my life will be? So it's like, I don't want to have three dudes because I'm cheating, because I could very well do that. Um, And I don't want to have three dudes because I want to be a whore or whatever negative connotation you're going to attach to it. I really think that aside from the trash writing of of the remake, and if you get off of the surface level of the message in the movie, um... Nola had the right idea. And I think that if more people adapted that idea, it would be easier. Like, imagine if I have one dude who doesn't really have money like that, but he's funny. We have fun together. We talk about things. We laugh. We can do things together. He's like my best friend. That feels great. And the nigga with money is so busy and so caught up in his own shit that all he can do is come see me every now and then. But when he does come, he takes care of all the bills even better. And then a third guy who's just like sexual God out this world and teaches me shit and wants to do shit. Like that's great too. Like, because you're not going to get it all in one person, no matter how much you beg, no matter how much you pray, no matter how much you change, one person can't be somebody's everything. And maybe I don't have three, maybe I just have two. But the point is, I want more than one man, and that's just where I'm at. So it's like, I know you guys <laughs> think I troll a lot, and you don't really know when I'm serious, but I'm very fucking serious about that. So any post you see about that, I'm very serious. And I am, I don't want to say too much, but I am almost there to having all that. Um, I just got to get these niggas all on the same pay scale. I got to find out when they get paid, and we can just set that up. But um. I just think that that's going to be cool. Like, I never was one where monogamy was an issue. And that brings me to my third part of the show. Monogamy, to me, 
wasn't normal. It didn't feel natural. Um, like I, I have been faithful in relationships by choice, not because, oh, I just got caught up or I had a nigga who threatened me. Like, no, no, no. I've been faithful in relationships that I felt completely fulfilled in. The ones that I haven't felt completely fulfilled in, I've cheated. Um, not to make it sound better, but the cheating sometimes came after just being emotionally exhausted with begging a man for something. Like, I didn't know then that it was okay to just leave. I felt like I had to prove that I deserved this love or prove that I deserved to be treated a certain way. Or I felt like I had to endure shit. Like, why does everyone glamorize enduring shit as part of love? And love is going through all this bullshit. It's really not. Like, love is not supposed to feel like that. So I felt like I had to go through the shit. Right? I felt like that would prove something. It didn't prove shit other than I was weak and I didn't know my worth. And I didn't value myself enough. I didn't value my time enough because I wasted so much time on niggas who didn't deserve it. Wasted so many second and third chances on niggas who really should have been on a one-strike thing because they were still in probationary periods fucking up. So, I say that to say... Like I've <clears throat> I've cheated. <clears throat> I've been cheated on. Um I'm not saying that it's okay, but here's my thing, it's not a big ass deal for me like it would be for someone else. Because for me, there's cheating for different reasons. And people love to say, um, only men cheat physically, women cheat emotionally. Sorry, I keep pausing, I'm smoking. Yeah, so that whole women only cheat because they're lacking something emotionally in their relationship or their feelings are hurt or they're trying to be spiteful. That's a lie. Sometimes we want new dick too. Like y'all niggas think only men just want to have sex or only men get tired of fucking the same bitch. We get tired of y'all too. We get tired of the same dick. We get tired of the same trash-ass swirl move. (laughs) We get tired of, you know, y'all. We get tired of y'all niggas. And we want new dick. We see a nigga that looks really, really good in the grocery store in gray sweatpants. And we got to have them. Simple as that. Um, And the same goes for men. There are men who don't just cheat because they want new pussy. There's men that literally are lacking emotional shit in their relationship with their girl and another woman gives them that, there's that comfort or that listening ear or that um, motivation from another woman where your girl may be tired of your shit. Perfect example, insecure. Issa was tired of Lawrence's shit. She had tried to encourage this nigga for years. She had stuck it out with him. They're both trash, but for my point, um, when Lawrence met Tasha, here comes this breath of fresh air. Tasha is cute. She's um attentive she asked him about his day and actually gives a fuck she remembers details she encouraged him to go ahead and get that new job you know like it was an emotional thing with him he didn't cheat because he just wanted to fuck Tasha like when she showed up at his job with them titties out looking good in them jeans that he turned her down if he just wanted to fuck he would he would have talked to her right then and there it wasn't until 
she started really supporting him. That he was like, you know what? I'm gonna fuck with Shorty. And he didn't even cheat on Issa. He he talked to Tasha after, which wasn't trash, but I'm just saying it wasn't physical. <clears throat> so while, you know, people cheat for different reasons, and sometimes people cheat just because they want to, just because they can. Um, while people cheat for different reasons, I'm not here to be an advocate for cheating and I'm not here to condone it and say it's okay, it's great. I'm just saying for me personally, it wasn't the deal breaker. Cheating, the act of cheating for me is not as bad as the lying that goes with it. I was always the type of woman and I still am the type of woman that if you honestly came to me and said... There's this fucking girl, babe, and I really want to fuck her. She looked good as fuck. Let me show you her picture. Pull her up. Can we fuck her? <clears throat> sure, bring her home. Or maybe you don't want to share her. Maybe you want to experience this new pussy for yourself, and you say, can I fuck? I need a hall pass. I really want to fuck her. I might say, yeah, you never fucking know with me. Like, I'm sick like that. So you literally can just come to me and ask me. That's not going to get you cussed out. What's going to get you cussed out is you going behind my back, lying, fucking some bitch that's way too close to home. Like, that's another thing. Y'all niggas don't even cheat right. Like, cheat with somebody, one, who got some shit to lose. Cheat with a married bitch who got a husband who could fight. Two, y'all cheat with bitches that you're going to see every day. You cheat with the bitch you work with. No. It's too close to home. Like, what's your problem? You're not about to have no whole second relationship. You're going to cheat. Cheat. When you go to Vegas on vacation with your niggas, I know you're cheating. That's fine. If you go to Miami without me, shit, if you go to Miami with me and I'm in the bathroom too long, I know you're cheating. That's fine. That's what vacation is for. Cheat on vacation, my nigga. Use All-Star Weekend like the rest of the married niggas do. I don't know what to tell you. But stop cheating with bitches that you're going to see every day, with women that know shit about you, with women that I might come into contact with. Like, be smart about it. And then y'all have the dumbest lies. Like, I think that you would get so much further if you just really was real with somebody and said, listen, I fucked around. This is the reason why. It has nothing to do with you. You're not doing anything because when people are cheated on and they don't know why or they're they're lied to, we internalize it that it's our fault. And we say, damn, it must be something that I wasn't doing or it must be something I wasn't good at. If you were to say, I cheated because her ass was fat, honestly, and I really just wanted to fuck. Like, simple as that. Okay, shit. I mean, I can see where you're coming from. I can see how that would, you know. I can see how that would be a thought. But if you just cheat, you're like, no, babe, it's not you. It's I have a problem. You're perfect. I'm sorry. I'm going to fix this. I'm thinking that you're lying to spare my feelings. I'm thinking that you really like this bitch. Like, that's why women ask sometimes when we find out that we've been cheated on. We ask stupid shit like, well, do you love her? Because the answer determines if we're going to stay or not, which is really fucking dumb. If cheating is your deal breaker, it should just be a deal breaker. But for me, <clears throat> I would be the dumb bitch that would ask, do you love her? Because if you genuinely like this other bitch, you know shit about her, you've spent bread on her, her kid knows you or something wild like that, you were building a second life with her. And that, my nigga, is the betrayal. You know her. She knows how to make you love. 
if a bitch has made my nigga laugh, they both got to die. There's no laughing at other bitches' jokes because the niggas I'm cheating on you with, not even funnier than you, babe. You know I wouldn't even do that to you. Their dicks might be bigger. That's something I can't control. But (laughs) me laughing at their jokes, like crying laughing the way I laugh at my man, it would never happen. Me telling them anything personal, like about my family and how I grew up, it would never happen. I would keep it as surface as possible. And that's the problem that men don't do. Like you guys get these women to points where they feel like Teflon. They feel like I could approach her. I could come to her as a woman. No, you can't because I'm going to beat you both up. Don't come to me as no woman. If I'm happy with my nigga and you know that he fucking you on the side, as long as he's not paying your bills, leave me alone. Don't come to me as no woman. If he's paying your bills, now you're stealing from both of us. So now I'm going to have a big problem. But if you're fucking my nigga, but I'm happy with him, please let me be happy. Because my bills are paid and my kids are good. Just can you just let us have our family? Like, can we just have our family? Take the dick you're getting. Take the little text messages he might send you while I'm asleep. And keep it at that. Don't come to me as a woman, please. Because I'm not going to leave him. And you're going to be mad. Because now we got to fight. And I'm still going to be with him. But now I know about you. So now you've lowered your stock. Because now I can control a lot more. Because now you've revealed your hand. Don't do that. Don't come to the other girl as a woman. If you smart, just milk that nigga. Just tell him if you don't pay XYZ, if you don't give me XYZ, I'm telling your bitch. I already got her Instagram. Pull it up if he don't believe you. I already got her shit, nigga. The DMs are waiting. So, <laughs> now that I know you're a cheating ass nigga, you ain't got to be my nigga, but you're going to pay these bills. But then it's a cycle because I'm going to find out he's paying your bills and I'm still going to beat everybody up. So, Moral of the story, don't fuck my nigga. But if you do, don't tell me about it. And as men, like, you guys don't need to lie. You would get so much further if you were real. Like, honestly, assholes and bitches get so much further. Like, the women who tell men straight up, flat out, listen, this is what the fuck is going on, and that's how shit is going to be. You're going to do X, Y, Z for me. And that's just what it is. You want to fuck with me? You got to be on this level. They get so much further in life. They get exactly what the fuck they say. They get exactly what they want because people, whether they want to admit it or not, they love arrogant motherfuckers. They love people that love themselves enough to make you love them. The men who just come out and say, I want you to suck my dick and spit on it and two hand twist combo it. They get that shit the whole time. And I don't have tonsils. Shameless plug. But they get what they want. The men that say they're going to get bitches, they go out and get bitches. No one wants somebody too pussy to tell themselves the truth, let alone tell you the truth. So if you're lying to me about stupid shit about another woman, you're just going to lose. Like, you will get so much further because I will stay. Like, the cheating is not the deal breaker. It's the way you carry yourself. Do people feel like they can come and talk to you? And like, in the middle of the day, could they walk up to you and bag you up? That's disrespectful. You're not carrying yourself the right way. Do they feel comfortable enough to say, oh, hey, Jam, <clears throat> don't you go with so-and-so? They should never approach your girl. Are they comfortable enough to come up to your job in the middle of the day and try to take you to lunch or some shit in front of people? They shouldn't be comfortable doing that either. These bitches need to feel like moles. If you're going to cheat, you need to only see these bitches at nighttime. You need to only pull up to their crib and fuck them. 
leave. Don't even spend money on a room. Fuck them in the car. I don't care. But they need to be like moles. No one needs to ever see them with you. There needs to be no pictures. No getting to know anybody. Nigga, tell her a fake name. Just stop being stupid. Because women are way smarter with this cheating shit. We always catch y'all. Y'all don't know how to lie. And it creates a lot of problems. And now you got to spend more money. BG, keep it a thousand. <sighs> and I feel like I just went off on a tangent. But honestly, that has been on my heart for a minute. <clears throat> God told me to share it with y'all. So here we are. I don't know if y'all want any updates on my life. But um, the nigga B that I talked about on last week's episode, still being a fuckboy. Um still liking shit on Instagram and it's really scaring me now because I know that I'm gonna respond if he tries to reach out like I that's why I'm honestly scared of good dick I really only want to date niggas with mediocre dick from now on because I don't want to get caught up on great dick like pay my bills and have okay dick so I could like talk shit to you and detach when I need to detach but lately I've just been running into these demons who I mean, I I did ask for girth poppies, but whew, I mean, the prayers was answered way too quick on that one. Um, Older Bay still kicking. We've had some new developments in our um, in our network that um, I will not share because I'm classy. But uh, yeah, Older Bay is definitely still kicking. And Plug Bay um, is doing pretty good. So, I just got, like I said, I just got to get these niggas on the payroll and then I'll be happy. But I want you guys to send me what you have. Like, send me questions. Send me stuff that you want me to talk about. Send me your thoughts on the episode. Like, if you had a nigga paying your bills right now, tell me how you did it. Spread the knowledge. Like, fuck college, fuck algebra, and all that other shit that we never use in life. Teach me how to get my bills paid. Teach me how to really finesse this bomb-ass cat that I have. Because when it comes to, like, finessing niggas out of their money, I really don't know how. And I want to learn. That's really my goal. So, for the rest of 2018, that's my goal. How to secure my bag and others. And on that note, I just want to let you guys know that y'all have been amazing. Um, I have been doing double blunts, which I will share with y'all real quick. Um, High Hemp Wraps has these um, papers. The papers that I have say CBD+. Plus. Now, if you're not familiar with CBD, it is... It's not THC, so it's not going to give you like a high, but CBD is like a real calming, chill-ass natural herb. And I started with CBD gummies before I started smoking because I was just curious on the different type of um, ways to get high or whatever. And CBD is more popular in people with anxiety um, and stuff like that because it just literally chills you to fuck out like nothing bothers you. So they have the CBD wraps. I get this genius idea because their papers, they're thin, 
I get this genius idea to layer my blunts. So now I have CBD and THC. When I tell you I only need to smoke a fourth of my blunts now before I am kissing Kid Cudi's feet on the moon, it has changed my life. And right now I am in Saturn. So I have to go because I'm way too high. But I wanted to record this because my brain, it was fresh on my brain. And knowing me because I'm high, it would definitely go away by Wednesday. And I would have been pissed and I wouldn't have shit to talk about. And that's really all I wanted y'all to know. So you guys are amazing. And I am Jamariah. Tune into new episodes of the broadcast podcast whenever the fuck I feel like recording them because I don't want to be on a schedule because time is a man-made concept. How are you, beautiful? You got the money. Wow. Damn, did she just hear you say you was rich? She said, do I got the money? So all it takes is some money to get that pussy? For real? Wow. Where's your cash out?